Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, disgusting, rancid, awful, capitalist hellhole ideas and turn them into the next triple A video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I'm your other host, AJ Hart. AJ, I have a little story I want to share with you, and I don't, I don't want it to go on too long because you and I got to do a little bit of a short mm-hmm. episode this week. Because, goddamn, I have a life, and you have a life, and we both got to we got to both get that paper. You know what I mean? Both got to get gotta that. We got to get that paper. Rise and grind Rise every and grind. day. You know I'm on Twitter all the time, <laughs> tweeting at people that are like I'm on. I'm so grinding that I have a Twitter a tweet deck thing that just says nap. And anytime yeah. somebody makes a tweet like, oh, I want to take a nap, I hit them back with a rise and grind, motherfucker, wake up, go get I, that, go get that paper. I thought you would have been one of those guys where, what, what was that meme? It was like the, it was like the humble brag thing. It was, it was like a Twitter thing where it was like some gym bro being like, I, oh God, I can't remember it for the life of me. But he made this one Twitter post saying like, I'm, I'm always working, always at it, always strong, always this, always that. And it just came off as so braggadocious. And then every, everybody just like fucking just posted like, hey, that's cool. Look at this other thing. <laughs> and it was just so fucking funny. So, OK, so the thing I the thing What's I want your story, the thing I wanted to share with you, because I think it's very much spiritual successor energy. And I think our audience would get a good kick out of it. So I have a little statue on my desk now of Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy taking a big old poopy. Just take it just a, like a poop. Interesting. A, okay. A, you a, say it's no, you said statue. It's a statue. It is a little clay statue of Groot with his knees bent over and his cheeks above the ground. And there's a big old like when you think of like the poop emoji, that's what is underneath his. He's his just butt. leaving a little Groot there on your He's desk. He's just leaving a little Groot there. So. Um, now let me explain why I have this statue. No, I don't think you do. Hold oh, on, I just really need to process. You think, it's, you think vague yeah, is, yeah. would be funnier? I think it's vague <laughs> if it's better because what I think what you what I think you don't understand you have there, Blake, is yeah. you have a totem of power. A totem of power. And if you power? were to take this little Groot statue with you to a work desk, uh-huh. do you know what sort of energy you would be signaling to a coworker at least if a, they saw your poopy Groot statue? At least a power uh, a power. Power level two, you know, at least a power level two. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, what is the message, though? Like, um, like, is this the new version of Calvin peeing on things just in okay, like a no, statue? Let's, and let's be real. If I were to walk into the office, like I'd say I'm in a bullpen, like I'm, there's cubicles everywhere. I were to walk to somebody's cubicle and I saw Groot taking a poopy. I'd think. That's not the only statue they have. They probably have more other Guardians of the Galaxy or Marvel characters. They have taking other Guardians of the Galaxy characters home? dropping poopies. Yeah. Oh, this? This is my Drax <laughs> dropping a poopy statue. Do you like it? Imagine that conversation, though, with your superior. Because, like, you I, I, you actually have to, in some places, some places are more lenient than others. But, like, some of the cubicle job stuff I've worked, they actually have a limitation on what you are allowed what flair you're allowed to have at your cubicle so imagine the person that has the poopy groot is like initially wanted more poopy poopy superheroes but they had to haggle their way to just one you know boss if i can't have the it's fine you can take you can take the gamora you can take the peter quill you can even take rocket but i'm bringing 
Poopy Groot with me Groot, to work. Groot that, the spoot. <laughs> Poopy Groot or I walk. <laughs> Poopy Groot or the walk. <laughs> um, the, the the short backstory of it is my uh, my my brother my brother Jordan went to Europe on like a two month trip with his with his girlfriend, and they went to this little town where they have this tradition called the poop log. And I guess it's during the holidays that you toss the what? Log? Yes, the poop log. <laughs> yeah, stick with me, AJ. Keep up. Um, you, it's a, it's a log that has like a little funny face. There's decorations on it, and what you do is it's it's a it's a it's like a cylinder of wood that has a smaller piece of wood inside of it. So the way it's designed is when you put it in the fireplace or you burn it or whatever. Um, the outer log will eventually shed away and then the smaller log will come out like excrement. <laughs> Children across Spain's Catalan region are gathering in their homes for the traditional whacking of the festive shit log. Yeah, this is real. So he went to the town where like that's a thing. Um, and he's, he was, uh, there's like this open market where there's just like a bunch of people selling these things. Cause they're just like super popular. It's like, oh, Hey, here's this little statue of Groot taking a dupe, a, a poopy. Um, so he bought me Groot with taking a poop and he brought my, bought my other brother, uh, SpongeBob taking a big yellow dump. So it's <laughs> just like. Hold we on. Were, yeah. <laughs> I love I, first of all, SpongeBob is a wild pull because that's not a log, bud. Second of all, <laughs> hold on. Kids beat the hell out of the shit log. They like kick his ass. They kick his ass? What? Is it are you kicking them so hard they poop? Is that the whole is that wait a second, is that the whole message here? What it you know so, look, 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 look. I don't understand it. That I, because like I, what is the, what is like the, the message? Because okay, so you think December of like Krampus 8th, each or year, whatever. the feast of the Immaculate Conception, families bring out the happy log. Every night until December 24th, children are tasked with feeding the log by offering him nuts, dried fruit, and water. Oh. On okay. Christmas Eve, it is time for the little shit log to shine. Children gather around the red hatted branch and beat him with sticks while singing the traditional Tio de Naldo, Tio de Nadal song. What is that supposed to represent? Like, feet get you. you is this ha is this hazing? Is this just the child the childlike joy of hazing somebody? Of hazing somebody, the childlike joy. <laughs> Bro, I have been hazed. I have never felt childlike joy in that process. Well, it's not fun for the shit log, but it's fun for everybody else. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Hey, I think that's a good note to leave it on. They go if you're interested. Go research the poopy log. Um, if you're interested, go find a log, feed it, and then beat it up every year. <laughs> That sounds radical. I'm doing Christmas wrong. <laughs> All right, I have a big log in my home, but that's just because it's a big dead tree as some sort of effigy. Wait, I is it petrified it wood? Though? Petrified wood's cool as heck. Like that? No, I hunt. I oh, go out into the woods. I wood. hunt my own tree. I chop it down. I bring it into my home. It's dead. Do you and track I, it? And I resuscitate like, it with water uh, and Sprite to keep it green and luscious. And then I throw it in my backyard. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Sprite? Yeah. Do you give yeah, your I Christmas sprite. tree Sprite? You gotta give it Sprite. That's how it knows that you love it. Still. Okay, are you fucking with me, or is that like a legit no. thing? Is That's that a thing, a bud? That's a thing. Mm -hmm. No. What is the science? I've seen what soda does to chicken bones. You can't. What do you think it's doing to that tree? I'm looking up Sprite Christmas tree right now. 
Yeah, I bet you it's. I bet you it's. There's no found. I'm just gonna find it. ads for the Sprite Cranberry thing, aren't I? Yeah, that's Sprite Cranberry. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. All right, all right. You're gonna. Yeah, okay, okay. Enough, enough. F- f- dick, dilly down. Enough dilly dallying. Let's get into the episode. And do you want to do a submission, or do you want me to do a submission? I'll do a submission. I'll start it off this time. You oh. opened the episode. Seems oh. only fair. All right, hit me with it. This is from a couple different people. Uh, Joe Boosted Langua su- at the Giuseppe Langua. suggests dark and gritty reboot of Paper Mario, which mm. is very good. I have another submission from Blue Bowser Stan account that submitted Super Mario RPG, but using the other meaning of RPG. Might oh. I propose to you Super Mario, Super Paper Mario, rocket propelled grenade. Rocket propelled grenade. Is this just a game of nades, but it's all it's all Paper Mario? Is that what it is? Ooh, I like that. I, well, I like the idea of a gritty Paper Mario because, as we know, Paper Mario is the only Mario game where Mario gets to have a personality. I think mm. he talks in those games. Shit, does he not talk? Um, I haven't played a Paper Mario game. They I've look very ev- cute. Though. I've only ever played or- uh, Origami King. Um, which Did is- Mario talk in that one? <laughs> You know, it's so weird. I spent hmm. I spent like maybe 40 hours playing that game or 50 hours playing that game. I could not tell you if he talked or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's like I, I, I and I'm going to take that as a sign that he didn't because that would imply that everybody else is filling the time or it's like. It's, maybe it's, he did maybe he did that thing where people ask him questions and then like you don't say anything and then like the little bob like, yeah in. mario yeah. that's a great point you made i'm so I, happy that you reminded me that i do have a wife and kid i think that's how it happens because you do have like companions next to you and then i think it's like yeah because i remember like mario like putting his like finger and thumb to his chin and he's thinking and you know like somebody will respond after that or he like to, he, he he talks like komi-san like it, it mario is just komi, how komi-san communicates you know it's just big okay. big eyes big expressions all that great stuff so you want to do a gritty i want reboot. to do a gritty mario story where instead of like you know how you have a little koopa boy that's like i can't talk to girls or you have a little bob-omb that's like i wish i could explode and die um, what if it was all characters that wanted to explode and die, like the little oh, bob guy? Hold on. You're on to something here. Okay, okay. Let's take from an unlikely inspiration thing. Do you remember who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Remember of course th- I remember who. Well, I don't remember who specifically framed Roger Rabbit, but I remember the film who framed Roger Rabbit. Do, do you remember his cartoon gun where every bullet had a personality and like every. Yeah. Like, so what if we did it? Because for me, gritty implies like you got to you got to deal with like some some heavy ass themes. Right. Yeah. So gritty, what if, in gritty in video game language just means that there's like a quick time event where you choke a man to death. <laughs> Or you're uh, the father, char- you're the father style character, or you're, that or found- you're a grizzled fatherly <laughs> figure of a small child. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay, so you're proposing that violence. Mario is the grizzled father figure of six RPG bullets, mm-hmm. and so- as you go through the game, there will come moments where you have to decide to sacrifice one of your beautiful little RPG babies. I th- okay, so okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm wondering if we should maybe add a little bit of variety to it to where it's not just bullets. Because Give like Mario if, other guns. Yeah, a well, rocket launcher, a well, bullet, an SMG. Well, yeah, the bullet's just a weapon on its own. He holds it in his fist, and it's super cool. <laughs> well, I'm thinking is like, okay, you have a gun that has like six bullet bills in it, and like you get to go through this whole game, 
and every time you have to pick when you're going to sacrifice something <laughs> um or you have a bandolier belt of a bunch of little bob bombs that are grenades or whatever and each one of them has their own little personality that you can talk to and hang out with um uh-huh. and so oh god what is this is reminding me of some like I don't know. So okay, uh, I love outside, this. A, outside... ma- a Mario with a bullet bill rocket launcher, a bandolier of bob bombs. What other weapons can we think of from the Mario world that we can give him? I think he should. <laughs> okay, if we want to get real gritty, this is okay. Stick with me here. So and then he the... has a Glock with two eyeballs. No, on it. no, 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 no. I'm gonna give you one that's gonna be really par- terrifying. <laughs> so the there's that theory that the Mushroom Kingdom is like a post-apocalypse world what if we leaned into that that this mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after bowser conquered you know the the world and like through nukes or whatever this yeah, is this Mar- is this is like bowser a mad did it. he was finally able to con- yeah. convince peach that she didn't need mario and the two of them fell in love and it was very beautiful and then the two of them took over the entire world <laughs> So and so this is like Mario Mad Max style going through the wastes of the Mushroom Kingdom. So let's let's talk about some other things like what's what's the big thing that like what's the most iconic thing of Mario? He eats mushrooms. Well, you know, mushrooms kind of go extinct in, you know, in an apocalypse. Right. So no power ups. now. So what does he have on his belt? You know, what also looks like mushrooms. I'm not saying it's toad, but it is toad. He just has a whole little vial. He just he eats toads. Little, he, he eats, eats toad. little toad heads. He, he yeah, eats okay. little toad heads to gain health back. So it's this. And that's, dude, another another gritty theme. Cannibalistic I've, Mario. Cannibal, yes, cannibalistic I love this. <laughs> Wait, is it cannibalism? Because he's not technically a toad. Well, he's not human either. No, he's a human. Like they. No, you played Mario Odyssey. You've seen that motherfucker run around the streets man. of New York. He's just a short man. Oh, oh. Well, then what would you consider? Um. Oh man, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, uh. Oh, she was so pretty. It was the brunette lady that was, uh, Pamela. 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 I don't. Remember. I don't know her name. I didn't play Mario Odyssey. She's you, human, I think. Maybe. But yeah, but she's the same like species as Mario. Mario's just. Why do you the think short... that? Because Why do you think she's the same species as Mario. Because they interact. I, I, I don't. And Mario interacts interacts with Cappy the whole time. I'm not saying that Mario's He's a just ghost. a short guy. He's just a short guy. That's all it is. Actually, he might be. Actually, I think they might have said he's an alien. I don't know. I don't I know. I thought there anymore. was like a Nintendo video where they said Mario isn't human. <sighs> okay, you know what? We're gonna get down to the bottom of this because this is really important. Is Mario human? Mario is not human, according to Mashable.com. With the upcoming release of Super Mario Odyssey, a debate has grown over whether or not he's human. Nintendo insists he is human, despite the fact that he. Okay, never mind. Word of God, if, if Nintendo said he's human, he's human. Hey, here you go. Motokura confirmed that Mario was human, and when asked why the character looks so different from the other humans Nintendo had designed for Super Mario Odyssey, Motokura had one of the best answers yet. In the world, there are many different types of people, you know, Motokura said. Fuck you for generalizing, AJ. But humans don't have to look a certain way. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Okay, so what is I'm, so Mr. Mario? I'm sorry. So Mr. Mr. Mario, uh, human Mario. Um, he doesn't have Mr. nipples in our human, game. Mr. Human normal guy Mario. <laughs> I'm sorry for othering you. That was wrong of me. 
So, okay. So what is our, so Mario, Paper Mario, the whole so idea Paper Mario, was... bandolier of bob a bunch of rocket launchers that you can shoot. Over the course of the game, you will come to moments where you have to sacrifice one of your beloved darlings. Mm, okay. And by sacrifice, I mean use them to murder somebody. Okay, okay. Now, how about, how about the this? children, how about this? they how are about... all kid-coded, by the way. None oh, of no. them want to die. Oh, no. And that's the way it goes around here. Oh, no. But here's the option, though. Here's the option. Um, in the Mario, pa- the Paper Mario games, they have two things for you. They have, like, a, uh, at least an Origami King, this is how it worked. You had a mallet, which, um, and you had your shoes. So it's like you can swap out weapons so that our, our different weapons idea falls in line with that. Um, you always... You can, of course, get upgrades to your shoes and mallets, but those have, like, a limited health or a limited use. But even if you run out of that, you still have your base shoes and your base mallet. We give Mario a base mallet that never runs out of energy, so he always has the option to use that over mm-hmm. the bombs and the gun. But the bombs and the gun are always, like, way They're more, always right yeah. there. They're always mm. way more powerful. And, mm. like, if you fail a fight, you will be forced to use one. Oh, But you no. could really reasonably well you could unreasonably get through the whole game with all of your little darlings intact that's what i'm thinking what if you did some sort of like um uh undertale sort of thing where it's like you could do two routes to this game you're there's the sacrifice route where you do sacrifice all there's of the your 12 friends hour, there's the, yeah there's the six hour route where you kill where you sacrifice all of your friends along the way to go find bowser and kick his ass Mm-hmm. And then there's the 112 hour long route where every <laughs> boss fight is an ordeal with multiple sittings. Okay. And in that route, you're able to get to the end of the game without using any of your weapons. And then okay. there's a secret third route where you get to the final boss with all of your weapons and then you just unload on Bowser. Oh, one my after the God, other. dude. It just makes like the Bowser fight way, like way easier. Ooh, okay, I'm into that. I'm into that. Let's it's also in. very heart wrenching because now all of the children are saying how much they love you. Oh my and god, then... yeah, like because the longer you spend with them, the more attached you're gonna be. There's gonna be mm-hmm. more scenes of like them being. By the end of the little... game, you might actually know their oh. names. Oh, oh, bullet Bob, I'll miss you. All right, this one comes to us from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. Chocolate Monster Factory. Create chocolate abominations that will delight and frighten the world. AJ, I want to make a chocolate fighting game, but here's the little okay. snag. Here's the little snag about it. You need to all a uh, all a I am bread. During this fight, your health is a direct um, representation of how edible you are at the end of the fight. So you not only need to kick the shit out of the other person you are fighting, you need to make sure you do not get hit by them or influenced by environmental hazards to where you aren't edible at the end of the fight. Because guess what? You can go through this whole tournament. You can kick so many buns. You can you can be the best dang chocolate person fighter. But if you are covered... But if you're in, not tasty at the end... If like, you're not tasty would, at the end... What's it matter? Yeah, you don't get to get any of those points. So, and, and I'm wondering if like, okay, can we do something here that motivates like a, a seasonal style content where it's like you can only get points in the season by successfully being eaten at the end of a chocolate fighting tournament. Mm, a and seasonal fighting game that has seasonal... points based on how much life and how clean you are at the end of each fight. Yes. And I'm wondering if like, okay, if we're talking about seasonal content, is there going to be like 
a legendary decorations or something like that where it's like oh you start the game out you can basically be like a gingerbread but made of chocolate and you have like a couple buttons and a smiley face that's all you got but as you progress through the season you can get more things to decorate your character at the beginning of the game so like now yes. I'm now you know I'm what i love about this though is there is a side there is a part on the other side where you're so decorated that when you start the fight you are on edible this is a call-out post for fondant, the world's dis <laughs> most disgusting decoration in the world. And people are like, it's edible. About? And it's, it's like, no, it's not. It, you're right, it <laughs> yeah. is edible, but nobody wants to eat fondant. It sucks shit. So are you implying that during your creation phase, you have to put something on you that you do need to be hit. They need to hit it off of you. <gasps> yeah. So, oh, there we go. Yes. Okay, so you so have we, a little. We lean hat. into like that Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Your clothes get ripped off of you. Fight too much vibe. Fuck yeah! But it's just like but it's shit like the, it's shit like the, yeah. the wrapper of the candy bar. It's shit like the fondant. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'm I'm in love with this. I'm in love with this because it one. One, I love the idea that like you're loading up into this tournament and the loading screen is your decoration thing. You have like, hey, you have a minute to decorate your character um, and you like maybe you can load in maybe like outside the game. You can save presets and be like, hey, this is like this is my character. You should that be I able built. to save presets. Yes, absolutely. That way mm -hmm. you're coming into the game with uh, with a setup, you know, because mm -hmm. I think that what the real <laughs> gameplay of this comes in, the real Yomi. There's already enough fighting games about thinking about like, oh, I, I need to predict what the enemy is going to do so that they don't hit me. There's mm -hmm. not nearly enough prediction right now of like, what are they about to use that I want them to hit me with? Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm dodging and weaving and I see you, I'm thinking, when can when is Blake going to use his super and can I get hit just by the super? I don't want to get hit by his uppercut. I don't want to get hit by his low, by his grab. I just mm -hmm. need to be tagged by that super because that's going to shuck me. That's going to really just bring me out of my shell can I, can I and make you me on a something? delicious little nutty sweet treat. Well, can I, let me pitch you on something just to add a little bit of spice because I don't really play many fighting games. And the one thing I know about them is that you kind of you pick your loadout or you pick your character set and you walk into the fight and that's it. Like there are no variables outside of like interactables in the environment and stuff like yeah. that. The game doesn't necessarily like the, I mean, of course there are like certain games have like charge meters and things like that. So there is like this evolution during the fight, but I don't necessarily think like there's, there's a lot of change and a lot of power changes like throughout the fight. So what if I, what about this? What about this? So you decorate your character and we introduce a gear system to our little chocolate fighting game that it's just like, Hey, here are these boots that make it to where you can never be knocked on your butt. Like you, you are like the, they're really heavy and they ground you. But if the opponent does a sliding kick, they can knock pieces of your armor off and they could pick it up if they wanted to so what if there's this fight where you're constantly knocking things off of one another picking up new things or like stealing things from your opponent and then that changes the fight as you're you just kicking the blows. shit out of each other and stealing each other's cool jacket yes. over and over again yes. but again and you're made of candy Yes, and that also directly contributes into how edible you are at the end of the tournament because you need to have you want to X fight. amount of dirt. If you're getting hit, you want to be wearing clothes, but you don't want to finish the fight being all bundled up and wrapped up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, 
and then but that's where like the extra stink comes in so like we talked about at the when you're designing your character it has to have one negative aspect like armor or decoration or something like that like hey here's the fondant hat that doesn't like it, it makes your chart your special charge up yeah i think it's just sl layer slower. i think it's layers in general i don't even think they're statistics i think that they just need to be a thing that like you get hit you can't be wearing this you need to be hit enough to get this off by the end of the fight mm-hmm Oh, do you think like I wonder? Oh, okay. Hold on, you're onto something here. So instead of like do picking the thing that you can't be wearing at the uh, when you're designing your character, what if at the beginning of the fight you are each like one of your pieces of armor is randomly selected? So it's like, hey, guess oh, what? You need to get go. you need the the person that's gonna eat you this round hates fondant so you got to get that fondant vest off so that means you need to focus on getting body blows from this person but the other person needs to needs needs their uh licorice hat they're filled, they're filled with almonds they just got yeah. almonds all up in there so oh they need God. to be they, they need, need to, to be grappled like four <laughs> times they need to be shaken to, yeah so, so here's here's the question though do the each other do what's more interesting do the fighters know what needs to be knocked off on their opponent or is it a mystery? So it's yes, like the it, fighters know. I oh, on their opponent. No, the fighters have no idea what the opponent wants. Oh, so I don't. God. Blake, I don't know that you want to be grabbed four times. I'm and gonna. You don't know that I want you to hit me with your super, and that that's the mind games. Yeah, I'm this is to like actually you I'm, actually have to watch body language to see. Oh, hey, they keep ducking every time I try grappling. Grappling. Does that mean they're trying to get me to grab their head? Oh, that must be where they're like they're piece that needs to be removed is at let me focus let me not like hit that um yeah. so then it's just all it's like once you find out about but the the part that i'm wondering is is if it's a mystery then are you going to have a fighting game that motivates people to not fight at all so it's like okay if you know right out of the gate it's like <laughs> hey we might have accidentally made the world's most footsie fighting game because <laughs> it's people just, just people dodging back and forth <laughs> trying to think about like okay where where are they leaving openings purposefully oh, what is it that they're trying so to get aggravating <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fighting game but now imagine watching this at what's that famous fighting game tournament in in vegas it's like x something Eva. Evo. And now imagine watching going to Evo and you just have a crowd of thousands and they're just watching a fighting game where everybody's trying yeah. not where they're just trying not to hit each other. Hey, How but if you want to see this, I, re I request that you watch a tech I believe it was Tekken Tag Tournament 2. If you just mm -hmm. watch some pro plays of that, it really is just like five minutes of people dodging towards and away from each other, hoping Why? to get an opening. Oh, uh, because Tekken was a, was like really combo based. So it was just like real footsie until somebody was able to tag another one and then they would just onload. Oh, my gosh. That's OK. That's kind of fun. I can I can. OK, it's see, I think that would be interesting to watch because there's the element of like, OK, so maybe we bring that into this game. So it's like that's what I'm saying is that's what this game is. But it's yeah. even longer. It but is 15 more... minutes worth of people dodging it back and forth at each other before even anybody brings their thumb to an attack button. It is just dodging and thinking and so, brainstorming. So there's no combos. This game is all about like, let's just look at like a standard controller. Like three out of the four buttons are all dodge based. One is like a jump. One is a roll. <laughs> one is like, you know, a 
a, a strafe like you move backward then no, the, uh, there's only one wanna, button i don't want to put dodge buttons on i don't want to put dodges on the controller because again i think it's so important that the haptic feedback of hearing people do all the clickies while they're trying to wave dash back and forth that's mm-hmm. important to the energy it's important to the to the mind are you talking are you talking about like the the the, the sticks like the d sticks yeah have you ever uh, listened to a like professional fighting game care like player's controller it's no but i'm crazy. but i'm imagining but i'm imagining it's very similar to like watching somebody play guitar hero but they're wearing headphones you know it's just like yes. all those little clicky claps yes you're seeing so much <laughs> okay give me a game submission hey give me a game submission what uh, where's your manners AJ, my lovely co-host, whose voice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, carries on the wind like silk, um, can you please give me a game submission that will make all of the audience members laugh and har-har and chuckle to their heart's content? Is Absolutely, I can. This comes from Darius oh, Meltdown. Sweet. All the kids at my school I work at keep saying sus, and it's <laughs> driving me mad. That could be a game. I remember, I remember seeing this. You're so, absolutely right. It could be a game. So here's the problem that a lot of video games have. They yeah. don't get kids. You know what I mean? Like, like they'll be like, oh, this is a kid and they're a little bit angsty or this is a kid and they're a little bit anxious yeah, about but it things and they look like to the father figure adult. for a thing. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, I know Atreus is a little bit of a shit, but like, he's like the ideal little boy. You know what I mean? Um, like in the sense of like, this is the son you would want or like. He's a son that you can communicate to. Have you ever tried to talk to a 10 year old, Blake? No, I try not to because I <laughs> I was okay, so a couple of weeks ago I was talking with my my, my little nephews. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. my nephews were like they were it was okay, it was a couple months ago. It was fourth of July last year. It was a while ago, but bear with Time me. Time doesn't exist, don't worry. I was hanging out with them and they're like twelve and I think they're like twelve and ten or something. And we're just hanging out and they're like, Man, dude, this popcorn's bussin'. And I was like, What does that even mean? And they're like, I don't know. We heard it in a rap song. It's kinda of, I think it's sus, but I'm not sure. And I'm like, what the fuck is this kid saying? I know he's trying to communicate to me. I don't get it. Uh, so are is this just basically a you're trying like a uh translation simulator? Is that what you're getting at? Mm. You're the you're the teacher trying to get in contact with these kids. What if there was a video game where, like, you know how you are given, you know how in some video games you're given constant objectives from play from like the characters that you're walking around with. Like the character will be like, "Oh, could you run over to that switch and flick it for me?" Uh huh. What if instead they're like, "Hey, that switcheroo is looking kind of sus. Could you go CeeLo brim that for me?" And you're like, "What are you saying to me?" Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. You're onto something here. Okay. So the backdrop to this game. Kind of a is... sussy dongle. Could you hit it with a Jeremiah Gutwald? Okay. I could certainly. What the fuck? Let me pitch you. Let me pitch you on and something. And then they start dancing like Fortnite dancing at you. <laughs> so, okay. 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 This is a game about a field trip gone awry and you are you are the teacher or maybe better yet you're the substitute teacher so you don't you're know the, these kids you're miss frizzle's substitute teacher yeah these oh kids my <laughs> god <laughs> holy shit you're onto something so and the, the kids have convinced you to take them on a miraculous magical adventure the oh. problem is that they're all children yeah and they don't talk like human beings they talk oh, like children god. so you need to solve these outlandish 
puzzles and like <laughs> it, it, is this like a learning game but you're like the t this is like a learning game but for like 40 year old parents or like 50 year old parents <laughs> So <laughs> no, it's not a learning game. I think it's very important that this stays a very strict like action adventure. Like this feels like an uncharted game. The what? difference is that rather yeah, it's a full like prestige walking simulator with action moments and you're climbing on things and you're solving puzzles. The okay. problem is that your guest your your handler character, the character that's supposed to help you out at all times is fucking useless cuz you do not understand the words that are coming out of their mouth aren't you playing i i oh you're, no, you're oh. playing as the substitute teacher okay i was about to say it's like yeah i feel like i'm sorry i got confused i thought you're saying we we're playing as like one of the kids and i'm like oh, no, no 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 so you're the substitute teacher that is trying to <laughs> go on this adventure with them <laughs> what if i'm trying to figure out like okay if this is a teacher is should the adventure take place in a in, in a location that only kids would understand so like it's not like you're exploring some fantastic ruins or something like that because it's like okay you're an, you're clearly the adult and would know not know how to deal with the situation but would be better at, capable of handling this as um oh than i know kids. how to delete that from our memory here's what it is you are a ta meaning that you're like you're at that point of adulthood where like you're kind of a kid but you're also kind of a child but you still have like five roommates yeah i get it i get it yeah yeah, I'm yeah. There. You're, i live like that. you're the, you are one of miss <laughs> frizzle's old students you oh. sign on as a ta because you loved miss frizzle so much and you're like i'm gonna go ta for miss frizzle and then you go on a grand adventure with miss frizzle but then miss frizzle something goes wrong Wrong. Maybe maybe Miss Frizzle trusts you too much and is like, oh, could you just go ahead and take these kids no, over that's to the this, ancient ruins? No, dude, that's the seed of the game. Is Miss Frizzle gets like lost in space time or something, and it's your adventure to get her back. So, and so the problem, the thing is, like, yes, you're an adult and you should be a little bit more confident in the situation, but these children at this point are used to going on Miss Frizzle adventures, and you haven't done it for twelve years. So, like, the children are still the point of authority just because this is their normal day-to-day -day life. And you're yeah, trying to get back into it. You're like, I don't understand any of this anymore. I haven't been on the magic school bus in a decade. So, and the kid's like, it's fine. You just flippy flop the squiggly scooge. And you're like, what? And like, that's easy. Anybody, any sussy baka could do it. Huh? <laughs> Man, this switch is busting. Is this good? Is that good or bad? You're doing a pretty... You're doing a pretty bang up job over there and like i kind of get that one i think i think that one's a compliment so it's like learning how like learning the, like what words mean over the course of the game so it's like each <laughs> level they say something think... to you and you need to remember it. it's like okay they mentioned this one word on level one that you got to remember at some point during level nine so it's like oh <laughs> but I think I think that's gonna be stuff that the players notice. They're like they keep on using the word sussy. I know <laughs> that's important. So okay, so what does the gameplay look like other than like? Okay, so we have puzzles figured out. It's like you walk into a room, yeah. a group of kids are yelling like instructions at you, and you got to deduce what they're saying, and then you can like oh. It's like one of them says "bop it." That means like, oh, you got to you got to hit it or whatever. You got to do this, mm -hmm, do that. Mm -hmm. And then, what is this the gameplay 
between those puzzles you were mentioning an action game so it's like mm -hmm. is there shooting segments is there fighting segments is there yeah you it's gotta... a triple a stealth action shooter game you know how it is there's going to be stealth segments but then you can be found and you run around like a maniac there's going to be action moments <laughs> where you use like a cool bow and arrow maybe you have a cool transforming maybe you maybe you're cool action thing is you have the magic school bus magic school bus on a keychain and so you hey. can transform into multiple things hold on like AJ. a sword or a gun or a bow so, and arrow so you were mentioning uh, you know you when you and i were talking about you know what makes a gritty like fighting game you know we we did bring up that there's the old character with the young the young kids right so mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the idea of doing an old and grizzled character who's only like 25 is an so old and grizzled 22 year old <laughs> college so recent graduate fucking funny to me but the other thing you mentioned is that there has to be a scene where uh the gritty old character is choking somebody out might i suggest the magic school bus or one of the levels is them getting sucked into the bloodstream of somebody and our main character has to choke out a white blood cell because that's just so yes extra of course we're going inside of a body at some point it's the magic school bus the three places i can assure you we are going one inside a volcano two outer space three inside another person's body interesting i thought you were going to say like the jurassic period or something like we go uh, see dinosaurs. we could also go to the jurassic period and it's see just, some dinosaurs it's just all the levels from scooby-doo the cyber chase let's just let's just steal that <laughs> it's just all like the first level computer the jurassic period the moon. yeah okay <laughs> feudal japan yeah all the good ones all the good spots all right you know we're coming up on the end of the episode we gotta we pick need a to nug. pick a nug okay what do we have here what what's laid out before us we have we, have we go back fighting. and Chocolate, Chocolate fighting, fighting game. game. Mm -hmm. and then Go we back and help Miss Frizzle's students on a cool adventure. Mm -hmm. And then you gave the first one. I'm going to wait till you bring it up. And then I gave the first one, and I definitely remember what it was, of course. <laughs> uh, the Super Mario RPG. Yeah, the gritty Super Mario RPG. I the think paper, it's a, I'm sorry, the Paper Mario RPG. Part of me is leaning towards our Chocolate Fighter game because I don't think we've made anything like that. And the idea I'm of, leaning towards the idea of... Miss Frizzle having to be a 14 year old or Miss Frizzle substitute teacher. Okay. All right. Yeah, actually, you know what? That one might be better because we can apply a modifier to it easier, huh? Yeah. I like okay. that reason too. And definitely okay. not because I want to try to imagineer some more 14 year old slang. <laughs> so for those that don't know we have a patreon that you can join up it's two bucks a month and you can get access to our discord some monthly game nights and submitting modifiers that we will apply to each week's game the modifier this week uh we were supposed to pick a new one i think but uh holidays came and <laughs> came and went so we're gonna, just going to use the last one this the modifier is mini games this one comes from Toter Dial Burping Contest. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that one. I was just like, yeah, that feels like something like 14-year-olds would do. That's too good. That's too good of a minigame that comes up a little bit too often. Maybe this game has a little bit of like a, uh, it takes two, it, was it, it, not, it takes two. Um, what was the game before it takes two? A Way Out. A Maybe way this out, has yeah. a little bit of like a Way Out vibe where like the game will go into these big sections where there's just a way too many mini games all at once. And each mini game is with a different child. Honestly, I feel like that happens in It Takes Two more than A Way Out. Because A Way Out, it's like, it hey, here's a little mini game. Two, but 
but in but, it takes two it makes sense right like in it takes yeah. two we're going on our little adventure and then there's a cute little mini game off to the side because we're in a play place mm-hmm. in in a way out it's shit like we're breaking and entering into somebody's home and we can go play on the seesaw and we can go play some music <laughs> and we can play darts okay at so, any moment the homeowner could come back and that's what makes it really weird oh, and i want to do stuff like that i want okay. it to be like like, Let me, for the sense of the drama of the story, it would not make any sense for us to stop and do a burping contest, but there it is. So what if Derek do, really wants to do that burping contest? Come on. He's got some Mentos. Let he's me working pitch. on a Mento Coca-Cola strat. So let's do this. I think this is a really good way to utilize these kids and and to integrate them into the core like narrative of it. So when <laughs> you so in utilize between, a child. So in between like all of the big puzzles or all of the big action moments, there will be these open areas like you find yourself. Hey, we're just chilling out in the brain right now. And there's a bunch of kids standing by doing their own thing. You can walk. I, I think it's in the middle of, of moments. I think like you'll hit a plot point where somebody's like, oh, no, the body we're in is having a heart attack. And if they die, we're going to die inside with it. And like, oh, no. And then you turn around and there's Derek and press A to Susie. burp contest. Yeah. And <laughs> there he is. He's like, come on. Try but this. If he, And there's the only reason other than like it would be super fun to just do a burping contest with 14 year olds if you win against them they will give you hints and explanations to what words mean they will have that conversation that you had with your little nephew of like i heard it in a song once i think it means this that's why i use it (laughs) so it's just like you just get little hints that you can then apply to like the puzzle sections or like maybe they you unlock a little story moment where you get to connect with this kid or it's like they'll explain to you their backstory or something like that like after beating the burp kid like five times in burp contests they'll give you a little story nugget like a what's it called like um like remnant from the ashes like after you would buy certain things you would unlock like like little conversations with like the merchant and they were and they were always super short like super simple but they were like really it opened up the world in interesting ways and i'm wondering if we can do that with these kids you know what i mean Absolutely, we can. And I okay. love that. And it's going to make us grow closer to all of the children. Do you have a okay. mini game for one of the other kids? Uh, okay. <laughs> I think it would be super funny. What's that big game right now? It's Wordle, um, right? A Wordle, yeah. So so it would be so funny to see that there's one kid always playing a phone game, and you have to then, like, install that game on your phone and then beat them. So it's just like, hey, look at my high score versus, like, hey, this is my high score. So you're just comparing high scores every now and again. <laughs> I think it would just be so funny. So, like, some sort of, like, you know, just, like, it, it, Wordle or, like, what's that other game where it was, like, it was, like, boxes where you're trying to, like, like, you know, d- there's a there's X amount of boxes on the screen and you need to combine all of the ones of the same color or it's like it's bejeweled or something. It's just oh, some, or the number one, 4112 yeah, or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, 4112. So it's like, oh, how close did you get? Oh, I got this close. It's like, oh, you beat my number. So it's yes. like it, it would you just get, be, yeah, just some like little phone game that you can then connect with a kid on. And maybe the arc of that is like you told them, hey, no phones while we're on our, while we're trying to go save Miss Frizzle. And then you understand it's like, oh, maybe they like being on their phone because they, they got anxiety or something. And I think that would just be like a little cute little note or something. Um, I love it. Blake, yeah, we yes. need a name for this. Um, <laughs> I, I suggest have, like, the name magic- Frizzled. Frizzled. Oh, Frizzled, frazzled, um, get frizzled, uh, 
Get frizzled. <laughs> Again. I, no, that one's so dumb. Don't do that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stupid. Is it funny? No. Do you think it'd be good? <laughs> Get frizzled. <laughs> well, because that's like what the kids say. It's like get frizzled, man. Like, but it's not. But that's like oh, a compliment. damn. We got frizzled. <laughs> oh damn, we got frizzled. And that just implies that you got sucked on, sucked away to like a, a crazy adventure. So it's like, yeah. It's like, oh no, we're yeah. getting frizzled. Oh, we got frizzled. Frizzled got frizzled. You know. So get go, fri- frizzled. go get frizzled. Get frizzled. <laughs> a magic school yes. bus adventure <laughs> yes absolutely here it is that's the name of the game get frizzled all right let's go to let's go to patch notes let's go to patch notes all right what do you want like, i have a fun game for patch notes this time okay you do all of the patch notes and i'm going to live read uh, or like live stream myself going through a wordle today right now okay have you it, you played Wordle, right? No, I haven't played Wordle. I don't know anything <gasps> about Wordle. Oh, okay. Then maybe it'd be funnier if we do it the other way around of I do all the patch notes as slow as I can and you try to bust out a Wordle. Uh, is it going to take that long? Because I also want to, I, I need to jet. No, like, I can, you know what? I can do it. I'll do, I'll do the Wordle run and you do the patch notes. Okay. Okay. On the, on the count of three. Okay. Three, two, one. Go. I'm starting off with Hello, the Hello, everybody, golf. and welcome to uh, uh, Patch Notes. Golf doesn't have enough letters. I'm stupid. Sorry. What? what you, okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying tears. Make We're sure to tears make sure uh, AJ and I, uh, uh, we need to survive, and uh, we survive by the lifeblood given to us by uh, mm-hmm. iTunes reviews, positive or negative. It doesn't matter. Leave your true opinions. Uh, We'd love to hear them. R is correct. Um, the E is in the wrong spot, so I'm going to try the word. Uh, hearing, um, hearing word out of context is very bizarre because one i've never played wordle and aj was like hey i want to do this wordle bit like and i don't know if it's funny <laughs> um i'm trying the word let's try let's go with uh, the g word outside, outside that uh we hope you enjoyed this episode and have a safe week uh oh, damn i'm not good at this game at all man you are going through the patch notes pretty quickly actually yeah because like dude we mentioned like two things in our patch notes that's what i was asking you like how long does a game of wordle take like I, this is stupid this is uh, dumb <laughs> all right i have uh i have been one of your hosts blake Rea, and i've been your I've other been host your, AJ no, hey, Blake, you're missing uh, some put the patch notes for the record uh I, i'm blanking uh what's up yeah what's that's f- fine that's that's what's giving me the time to finish the wordle i'm glad that you're blanking fuck i'm trying to think of another word <laughs> any other word it's the, hard to think uh, about words while i'm doing the, a podcast the, the, the music at the beginning and the end of the episode is cheap shot by anna Maguchi, an excellent song from an excellent game uh i have been your host aj hart and i've been your other host blake Rhea. and these are cool games that, that should, should not, not be made, be made. Oh man, I fucking, I nailed it. I nailed that shit.